Good morning, everybody. Kevin Draco here, host of this Dream House. This Dream House is brought to you in part by our sponsors, Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's largest appliance and mattress retailer. I'm here today with Chef Mark and uh, Kevin Kistner on the board. And this Dream House is a new program that's all about the home. We're going to discuss renovations, remodels, and converting your property into your dream house. We're also going to help you avoid or navigate common homeowner pitfalls and even give you advice on buying and selling homes. You can contact us at thisdreamhouse at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at thisdreamhouse. And we'd love to hear from everybody. Look at you, Mr. Kistner. You look like the cat that swallowed the canary over there. I hope you're happy. (laughs) I got my Broncos gear on. You know, Chef said you look like a uh, traffic cone, and you do. Uh, I that is him. one bright uh, hoodie, brother. I had to tell him I was I was directing traffic earlier, yeah. but uh, yeah. Well, no, I'm excited, man. Are you? I'm excited about the new coach. You know, I'm not going to backtrack on what I said. You know how I felt. I felt it was an awful lot at a time where we do need to probably every pick we can get. However, it's done, and he is my coach, and I'm excited. You still think the Broncos gave up too much to get Sean Payton? You know, I, I know the whole thing. Well, really, they just swapped a third for a fourth, and it's only in a couple positions. So, really, they gave up a, what's almost a second rounder, right? Yeah. It's, At the it's, end of the day, you're, yeah, what, three picks away? 29th away. pick. It, yeah. It basically, you gave up the 29th pick for Sean Payton and right. swap in late round picks. That's right. And so, do I? Yeah, maybe. Because, again, I think bodies are important and bodies that could be successful. However, you look at the Jags and you look at what teams have done. I mean, look, we could write this ship finding a couple late round picks and we better be very very good in the free agent market Uh, i think this group has shown they are willing to go all out on it by the way speaking of this group how did you think they handled this whole process what's your opinion like like the broncos itself yeah the pedder group you know well let me tell you how it went down because i know there's so many confusing reports and I'll, i'll let me break it down for you jim harbaugh was the guy Jim Harbaugh was literally the guy. They went to him. They wanted him. And I can tell you for a fact, it was as close to getting done as it could possibly get. There's a reason why they went up there a second time to try to get him done. And it sounds like he might have gotten talked out of it. They really like Sean Payton. I know everyone's saying he was the third guy. He's number two. But the only reason he was, quote, unquote, the third guy is because of the draft picks. Sure. And it makes sense. This is what bothers me about... You know, you see all the drama, frankly, on Twitter and and, and, and sometimes on the radio itself. Yeah. There's no drama here. That's only common sense. There's no story here. Yeah. Keep moving on, folks. They they really were impressed by D'Amico Ryans, and they really became big fans of him. Um, they really wanted to see if he could make, be end up being the guy. He told them, hey, you know what? I really like Houston. I want to talk to them first and then come back to you guys. And the Broncos got turned off by that. You know, why do you want to be second place to some, to somebody? Sure. And I get that. Then they really started figuring out everything with Sean Payton and getting that deal done. And they probably did the best they could do uh, to minimize that compensation. I think they did a good job with it. Well, look, I'm excited to have them. I think it sets up for a lot of intriguing things, such as defensive coordinator, uh, such as uh, free agents. And, uh, of course, I, I still tell you, I, you know, I, I'm kind of really interested to see now what this does to 
Peyton's role as in George Peyton's role. <laughs> is he on his way out? Is no, do we, is no, he's there. Uh, you know, I could see both being true. But what we will need to do, we will need to find some late round steals that could actually play this game, right? Yeah. Otherwise, Man, we got too many holes to fill. Hey, George Payton's this draft guru finds all these diamonds in the roughs. We better find a lot of diamonds, man. It's time we to, need them. Time to earn your paycheck. <laughs> all right, brother. Awesome. Great to have him. Okay, everybody. My first guest today is, and I'm very excited to say, I've been trying to get him on the show. I think forever. Is that a fair statement, at, buddy? At least, at least four months. Yeah. 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 Like November. November. Yeah. It was fall. Anyway, the sun was still shining, I remember. Anyway, (laughs) a big welcome to Mike Mitchell, general manager at Avelina. And if you have not experienced Avelina, Chef, you may know I've talked about this with you. Uh, Constantly nonstop. Yeah, and and like the day that I came in, I'm like, oh, my God, Chef, have you tried, right? Yeah, and he was like, like, clear your schedule. I want to talk about this for the next three hours. And we did. (laughs) We did. Uh, and Avelina is uh, pretty much located down there on 17th and Wazee, right downtown. And kind of a funny story, uh, I do a lot of research, Mike, before I go somewhere. And, mm. and what I loved about your place was I literally saw 12 items, maybe more, on your menu that I really liked. Um, right. And I don't know, there's, well, yeah, there's probably more than 12, but that's probably 30% of the menu. And I thought, okay. I can't go wrong there. And it was a last-minute decision. And um, every for some reason, other places you know, seemed booked. I can't remember what, but we were in a rush. Yep. And we were in a rush because I knew it was a Saturday night, and I knew people were going to get busy. Actually, Cindy, my wife, and I were sitting at the pool up at our apartment. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> and and um, we literally made this decision, like, well, if we go, we got to go now. And I'm calling you, like, still, like, in my bathing suit, running upstairs to get changed. <laughs> hey, can you get me in? And you did. I mean, and it I was did. really cool what you did. You're like, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty booked, but, you know, uh, you say you're on your way. I'll get you in. Mm-hmm. And that was just the start of the absolute right decision. We've been there uh, several times since. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit. Let's start with you. Uh, okay. Here we are on the sports channel. And you wanted to be a sports guy, right? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be a sportscaster my, my whole life, all through college growing up. I, I did play-by-play for my local college, you know, the whole local TV stations, radio, done it all. Yeah, um, and, and uh, that was up in Canada, right? In it was Vancouver. That Vancouver, right? Vancouver, yeah. I don't know why yeah. you leave Vancouver. Although if you're going to leave Vancouver and go anywhere – uh, because what a food scene there is up oh, there, right? Oh, yeah. I heard it. I haven't been. I've just heard incredible things about it. But I don't know. I yeah. looked at a map and I saw a lot of uh, fresh water or ocean yeah. water there. I bet this. Yeah, uh, surrounded. Yeah, surrounded. So <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, quite the adventure. It's I mean, it's beautiful. You know, you have the the mountains as a backdrop and the water as a front, and it's. it's but I guess pretty, if you're going to come anywhere, yeah. come to Denver. Yeah, I mean, you know, as a Canadian, it was my the easiest city I could transition to. I mean, you know, I still get to ski and it's sunny all the time and. You know, the thing about Vancouver that people don't think of is it still rains nine months out of the year. Does it? And it's it's exactly oh, you're, you're, like Seattle. You're not too it's, far to Seattle. I yeah. guess it's, it's the know, same. Climate you know, is the you know same. Vancouver, actually, I think just uh, a month ago, six or seven restaurants finally just got Michelin stars. First time wow. going into Vancouver. So that was pretty cool to see as a, a person. From yeah. I, again, it's funny. Everything that I talk about seemingly revolves around food. And I knew mm-hmm, what a yeah. food sign, uh, scene they had. And. I know, uh, I think, uh, uh, Italian fare, which kind of surprised me a little bit. I know Chef just talked about uh, seafood, but That's Italian right. fare, I mean, it seems to be 
rampant up there, like some amazing yeah. places. One of my uh, best restaurants I ever worked at was an Italian restaurant there, Italian fine dining. Really got my teeth cut, and that's where I got into wanting to be a sommelier and everything. It was through that place. So how'd you get to Denver? I came down with another restaurant group, got promoted here through. It was a, a chain across North America. Okay. Um, and, you know, after a little while, it was, it was just, you know, I wanted to get back into fine dining. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, I, I, and you know I'm I staying. At, <laughs> I'm not going and anywhere, I know, so. listen, it, it is an amazing experience. My wife, when we walked in, it's kind of this, uh, you know, we've been very much, we talked to a lot of designers here on the show, and i kind of been in this to this mid-mod architecture. And when we walked in, and I don't know if that's what it is, right? I'm no mm-hmm. designer, but it kind of came across that way. I was like, wow, what a cool vibe Avelina has uh, inside and it's nothing over the top. It was just a really comfortable feel. Mm-hmm. And um, and I know it's regarded as fine dining by the food because it was amazing. Right. Right? We'll, and we'll get into that. Yeah, um, yeah but, but the prices don't yes, look fine dining. that's what I was going to say, Chef. I, got, I, mean, I got the the menu right here, and I'm like, I, we're, we can go, and I feel like we can eat without drinks for under 50 bucks and be really happy right. uh, for like a weekday. And then if a special occasion weekend, it's still going to be affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I love that. I love seeing the when a chef can uh, use a little restraint mm-hmm. and make a make you want to experience all these different flavor profiles. Brada and beet salad, I'll take two. Yeah, <laughs> it, you know, I was gonna say it's you know fine dining in the sense it doesn't have to be the the fancy art on the walls. Right. Yeah, like, it's a minimalist room. We let the food and the service speak for itself. Right. And you can be fine dining service. You can be fine dining food. You can have a fine dining wine program and you don't have to I guess, necessarily break the bank on going out for dinner and experience. And, so. and you were actually the second place that we we chose you because me and my wife got on this kick of I want to pick all these small plates that mm-hmm. we want to short. I remember share. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and have. And first off, everything is. Made fresh there, right? I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, it is a scratch kitchen in the truest sense. Like you walk into our our walk in, there's, it's just that day's food or the next day's food. We we get our orders in, you know, a few times a week. We get the burrata you mentioned. Yeah. Right? We we get that flown in from Tuscany. Ooh. You know, it's it it's you have to be. If you're going to live by the term of fine dining, you've got to be fresh. You've got to be scratch. You got to focus on the seasons. Well, and for me, and I want to start off with. Uh, you think, and, and we mixed kind of all small plates. Um, mm-hmm. You guys call it shared, and um, but you had the charcuterie board, and yeah. I was skeptical of going charcuterie board because a lot of places do it. However, <laughs> um, it, it, the the pickled uh, the pickles, the mustard toast, and the toast was amazing. But I have to tell you, Chef, you like yeah. chorizo? I love chorizo. The best homemade chorizo in all of Denver. In my opinion, to you, and I'd like hard, to think I've hard chorizo. No, soft. no, soft chorizo. I, I think. Would you yeah. consider that I, hard or soft chorizo? So, I think I'd say soft, soft chorizo right? for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's and, soft chorizo. Chad. And subtle spice. Just you're oh, you're getting the heat God. without you know the sweating on the forehead. And it it's nice. they make them all fresh. They make the chorizo. The and it did dominate. Chorizo exactly. can dominate sometimes. And exactly. This didn't. You can still have a soft cheese with it and not and still get both flavors. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and so. It was the right thing to choose. I have a question for Kevin Draco. Did you order the duck liver mousse? Uh, I didn't because usually if the word liver is associated yeah. with anything, I don't. Um, 
I might have had it, and I can't recall the second time I was there because I was like, okay, I got to try this, but I don't think that I did because I think I would absolutely remember it, and it's on my list. I'm going to try it. Uh, you know, as you know, Mark, year of yes, too. So I have to take stock in what my wife does <laughs> and say, okay, I can't be sort of afraid of this. See, that's I, the difference between me, me and you. Is I, I don't listen to my significant other in, uh, when it comes to food, and I think you do. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> I am the – no, she listens. Actually, she's like, no, you pick. I trust you. You know my palate. It's the other way. Yeah. But mm. since she's done that for me, I think I can't be a, sort of like, you know, look at the whole – uh, Brussels sprout story this right, year, right? right? I mean, so, um, yes, it, it's something that's on my list. However, let me give you the menu real quick. Okay, here. yeah, because uh, we have so many questions. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, to, to pause, that duck liver mousse should be on your menu. Like, it it's should amazing. be. It, it I is, have not it had anything that phenomenal. has let me down, not one meal. But let's start with the braised pork belly. Yes. Out of this world, it made me seek pork belly everywhere else that I've been. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I haven't had as prepared as well as there. So. It's it's probably the number one dish that um, a guest for the first time visiting us is skeptical about. Really? Because everyone's fast. They want pork belly. And they'll they'll see, but you know, places mess up pork belly. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it to you. You're going to try it. Because I believe, I believe, so, <laughs> I believe much so, it, so much in I'm it. I'm bringing it to you. Right on. So. And and then I did the pay mussels. Pie pay? P-E-I. P-E-I. Prince, Prince Edward Island. Edward P-E-I. Pay. Hey, look. It says look. pay. East, uh, East Coast Canada. That tells you my last my lack of <laughs> knowledge there, um, which was amazing. I'm glad, um, we, I'm glad we got that in recording. I'm, like, I'm never going to let you live that down. <laughs> no. Remember the pay mussels, Kev? Yeah. Um, however, one of the hits by far was the smoke yeah. white. Cheddar biscuit. OMG. Yes. Like, my wife wanted that. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, biscuits, it's filling, it's bread. Nah. And we got it. And then when I saw it, I just had to oh, try yeah. it. And, and absolutely amazing. And it's baked to order. Yes. I see. Yes. Really? So, yeah. how long does that take? 20 minutes. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't mess around. We and, don't st- we don't start it on the hopes. Like, we, we want it to be fresh. We want it to smell like you walked into a bakery. And our server, and I got to give him a shout out because he is the guy, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Rio, outstanding. So knowledgeable. Mm. Like, and I don't know, maybe all of your servers are that way, but he knew, based on what he told us, we were able to make sort of the right selections and he let us know immediately if you're going to go that route even though you're just thinking about it let me know for sure because i want to get it in and it takes at least 20 minutes to come out and and he said you won't be disappointed and oh my god it was an absolute hit like i can't go there and not have that it's the only restaurant i've ever ran where you're talking about an appetizer as you're pouring water like because it's like we know you're going to love it so get it in your radar now you should order it so. And, and look, we 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 had a, a a couple other things. I don't want to call out ninety percent of the mm. menu, but those were the highlights. But I do have a question, and I'm going to ask Chef this question. Okay. Uh, all right, Chef. All right. Banana semifredo. Yes. What does that mean to me? Other uh, than it was delicious, okay. but go ahead, because well, that's what sem- I had for sem- dessert. Semifredo literally means semi-frozen. Uh, so you probably like, uh, not like a gelato, but like an ice, right? All right. Yeah. Now that's interesting. Cause mm-hmm. when I got it, I thought to myself, oh God, they didn't defrost this. Like, did they just take this out of the freezer? Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't think it was right. But I said to my wife, I was like, it doesn't matter. This is amazing. So now I would have known it just, 
I I wasn't necessarily expecting that, right? But it did not, and I do repeat, did not think about this: banana semifredo, peanut butter cream, salted peanuts, sesame seed crumb. Yum! Oh my god, I have no <laughs> words uh, other than wow. Okay, I, I got a, qu- a couple questions. What yes. are your let's say favorite uh, two favorite menu items? Uh, well. This this is this and is not the best it, sellers. Not no, what customers no, like. I would, you were sitting down for dinner. Yes. I, okay. They, this is what even is a true testament to this dish is our Norwegian salmon dish. Mm, okay. And I, you know, I always say this to a lot of guests when they're like, they look at me funny. They're like, the salmon. Like we're in Colorado. Right. And I, I'm from long way from an ocean. I'm from the Pacific Northwest, and I'm saying that the salmon is my favorite dish. Okay. And you could ask the the chef because I eat it about four times a week. Um, it's it's phenomenal. Little tomato bisque creme fraiche. Charred leeks. It's just they just our chef that cooks that dish particularly. Like he knows how to cook salmon. Like oh, it's it, it's perfect. perfect. So it got a little pink on the inside. Does it oh, have the just, skin on for crispiness? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I love they that. finish it in the oven. Mm-hmm. It's it's deadly. Yeah. yeah. And then what else? Maybe Gosh, an appetizer. You know the bok choy that bok we have. Choy? And I, okay. I the reason I love that so much is because I think it's it's unsuspecting. Like people are like yeah. oh it's just bok choy, mm-hmm. but it's char grilled. A uh, little cashew cream, a kimchi vinaigrette that we make ourselves. You know, it's Whoa. just, it's just so. And I have to tell you, I had that. Yeah. Did you? I did. Mm-hmm. First off, it says a shared plate. Yeah, you could share it with like six people. Yeah, yeah, it's a good portion. It was a good <laughs> portion, and it was amazing, chef. So, is this a special occasion restaurant? Is this something that people should only think about uh, for an anniversary or birthday? What what kind I, of restaurant is this? You know, I would think that people should think of it outside birthday anniversary because like okay. you said with the pricing you know, you can come anytime you're not mm-hmm. you're not breaking the bank you know Fridays and Saturdays very much we see the local uh, birthday anniversary crowd yeah. coming in Tuesday through th- Thursday we see a lot of the uh, visitors to Colorado a lot of the convention yeah. and uh, p- ski traffic and yeah, maybe we're gonna spend yeah. people going time. to the avalanche game people yeah. going to the nuggets game where yeah. we get a lot of the jerseys uh, on the way in but so. i have to imagine there's a strong sense of community as well like you have a local following like kevin and cindy mm-hmm. um so for those customers what keeps it fresh that's a great question i i think the well the fact that we update our menu like we'll add a couple little things here and there but we stay seasonal you know it's yeah. it's pretty um like we're not going to try and get blackberries right now you know we're going right. we're going to we, wait for the right time and Seth and I, I not to interrupt yeah, yeah. real quick but we talked about that i mm-hmm. think it changes the menu and they're like oh they don't have that but oh mm-hmm. my god you got like these other six seven six other items on right. there that yeah. you love yeah i think is what keeps it fresh and especially for for yourself coming in is like you know the service team or the recognition part. It's like you're not you're not just a, a face walking in the door. That's gonna we we appreciate everybody that walks in, and then you want to come back in the next time. And um, you know, I remember you said to me when we first met you. Uh, you know, you like to always try different place, different place, different place, and then you came in a week later. You're like, well, I lie, I, I got to come yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife says that almost everywhere we go. It's like, oh, we don't want to go to the same place, tw- but this. Yeah. And there's very few that we have, and we can now count them on one hand in Denver, where I could go once a week to these five sort of places and be the happiest guy ever. And some, obviously, like Avelina, go twice a week and be happy. So so what makes Chef's, Chef Nick's Kitchen uh, tick like such a uh, – with such authority? Like, I want to know about that. But we're going to learn about that after the break. I can't wait to hear more.
Yeah, we'll be right back. Unbeatable savings at Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom. 60% off President's Day sale today. Incredible savings on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock with same-day delivery available. Guaranteed we beat Lowe's and Depot's sale prices up to 60% off GE, Samsung, KitchenAid, LG, and more. Rest test the latest mattress innovations, Tempur-Pedic to Sealy, Purple to Dream Cloud, in stock and available at unbeatable savings. Save big at Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom. 60% off President's Day sale going on now. Visit appliancefactory.com Okay everybody, welcome back to this dream house. Kevin Draco with our guest Mike Mitchell from Abilena and Chef Mark over there. And yeah. Chef, you were asking a question right I before was. we went to break that I yeah. really want to hear uh, the answer to. I, Let's I, I just get want, back to it. I just want to hear about the magic in the kitchen. So, what yeah. what's the secrets going on there? Yeah, I, you know, I think part of the magic comes from the fact, like the sous chef team in particular, you know, they, they start every day together. They prep together. They have their routine down packed. You know, you see them, they, they taste, they, they prepare. Everything is, is a team. And when there's menu ideas coming up, if I'm ever saying like, hey, have you ever thought about something like this? Or what are you thinking about right now? Like the, he's so, they're so open to my input. And we really, I think that's part of the beauty of it is like, we taste, I taste, this needs acid, this is perfect. You know, that that's, I think, it's not a chef collective where they're like, this is what it is. Right. You know, there's a lot of conversation about it. Yeah, and that's hard to do because, of course, in a kitchen you want, because uh, I worked in restaurants for 25 years, you yeah. want things like consistency and a certain level of perfection. So it's hard to maybe let go a little bit and have mm-hmm. an open mind. So it sounds like... Uh, Chef Nick has that. Tell us a little bit about Chef Nick's background. Yeah, I, I, you know, after culinary school, uh, I know that he actually trained in Spain. Uh, and oh, neat. Yeah. So, so he's, there's some international uh, uh, influences there. For sure. And you, you see it across his menu right now. What's it's, a great example of a menu item that shares that international experience? Uh, actually, the chicken fried maitake mushroom. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, Did, Kevin, have you had this? I have to admit I have. Okay. And, I, you know, when I ordered it, my wife, she's like, oh, you like mushrooms. I'm like, it's a mushroom. Right. Uh, I mm-hmm. didn't know what to expect, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. But it, it right. sounded incredible. I'm, I'm going to try it. I'm picturing it's breaded and, and draped in gravy. I mean, what, what? Right. And that's probably what your first your chicken fried yeah. perception would be. But it's it's subtle. It's refined. You know, the maitake mushroom is Japanese and it's so meaty. Mm-hmm. It has a subtle little um, light chicken fry over it, so that style from the south. Ooh. Then he has a French Mornay sauce on the bottom. Okay. And then this tremula over the top, which is a Moroccan, almost like a uh, chimichurri. You know, it's like the influences you see that he's pulling from from around the globe. Here's um, what I can tell you, Chef. Yeah. I could have eaten the mushroom by itself, and I was full. I was so amazed. Mm-hmm. But the flavor... On the palate, it was like there was so many things going on at once. I'm like, okay, yeah. this is pretty amazing. I would have never in a million years thought it going back to mm-hmm. that fresh idea. And I think and, – and is that considered an open kitchen? Oh, yeah, uh, very much Right, so. because, yeah. I mean, literally, it looks like, – I mean, there's a um, there's a counter sort there, of it's in the front. The, the large chef's block. Right. Um, and that's basically where I'll do my precious. I'll talk about wine, talk about tastings, pairings, and things like that for the night – um, get the team together where we do our lineup. What is your, um, obviously you being the GM, you're leading this team. Mm-hmm. And what is it that you try to instill uh, for the guest experience? It's a great question. You know, um, a lot of me, it's just hospitality is my first word. 
It's just, you know, it's sight lines is another one. You know, a lot of times in restaurants, servers are over hanging out, talking by the computer, right? right. It's like, oh, we're, it's, this is our stage right now. Yeah. And it's not from that we're acting. It's our stage and we are, we are being hospitality with the first foremost word. And I don't think I told you this in my visits. And mm-hmm. both were exactly the same, by the mm-hmm. way, which I loved, right? So it was consistent. Um, but I loved how all the servers and staff, sous chefs, me, I mean, um, Nick, right? Nick, yeah. He, he's like the conductor. Yes. You can see him literally conducting the staff, as I'm sure that's his role. Mm-hmm. However, they all worked together. Yes. They all helped each other. Like, you could tell this staff had an incredible relationship with each other, mm-hmm. which rolled right off to our experience as a guest. Like, it was just... I don't know, man. It was like just one big happy sort of family, and it's a yeah. it's a big place, right down um, to even sort of the bartending staff. Yeah, who it didn't matter if they were passing your table, they were. Oh yeah, they were suggesting, they were saying, "Hey, like it, it, it was just an, like I said, really amazing." Mm-hmm. And I think you do uh, you. an amazing job with that, Mike. And you guys should be uh, really, really proud of that. We are, you know, it's. Um it's unlike any restaurant I've I've worked in before, and I know that can sound cliche, but it's it's on that note of you know I've got a staff of twelve front of house people. I've I've managed one hundred and ten, and it's everybody just works together. They do what they need to do. They'll come and talk to another table if one person's more knowledgeable right. about something. That's like right. It's, it's yeah. Great, so. Again, amazing, top to bottom. Um, and I know you're in this business. I'm sure you only get to sort of sometimes hear when things don't go well, yes. which I think it would probably be hard to find things that don't go well there. Um, and it's the reason I really wanted to make sure we got you guys on this show coming through a, a pandemic, which we mm-hmm. didn't even get to talk about. Oh. Um, however, um, what you've been able to do and what the experience is as a guest and a loyal customer now, um, thank you. Thank you for what you Thank guys you. do. And everybody, 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 get to Avelina. If you haven't been there, 17th and Wazee. Mike, can they? is there a number that we, they can call to get a reservation in to you? Actually, the easiest way is to go onto our website. And go onto the website. Yeah, click, that's click what on, I did. Just click on Resi. Boom. Yeah. It's, done. it's easy. It t- does all the information for you. It's All right, everybody. Head out. I'm going to get Chef and I over there. Maybe we'll have to include Mr. Kistner back there to this one. Uh, do they have chicken fingers and fries? Uh, yeah, have, do you have like a kid's menu or something? I, I, will, I will take the mataki mushroom and I'll, I'll sharpie it out and put chicken tenders on it for there you. There you go, so brother. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for being right. on here today, bud. All My right. pleasure. Thank you. Okay, you guys. Look, it's time for our 10-second uh, tips from Chef Mark. Okay. And as everybody knows, Mark, I usually come up with the questions. This is true. And we're going to go on the fly on this one. Uh-oh. And uh, Mike... Mike is not only a GM, but he is a you know he's a pretty good cook himself. Me and him talked food enough to know right. he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, so sure. I'm most, so I'm going to let I'm him gonna... literally ask you any question he oh wants to ask you, and we'll see if he could do this in ten seconds. However, I'm thinking it'd be even better if he stumps you. Not for not. Then then you can't let me live it down about the pie mushrooms, pie mushrooms, <laughs> pie, pie mushrooms, pie mussels, pie mussels, whatever the <laughs> that, hell it that was. That is that is a good point. All that right. is a good point, right? Uh, and so I'm hoping I get a little uh, back uh, backlash here. Um, all right, uh, Kev, you, what are you thinking? Over or under? You know, I've been going under a lot lately. I'm I know gonna, he's never uh, let you. He's never <laughs> like scored. For yeah, you. he's always letting me down. So I'm going over on this one. 
you know, here's what I, this is what he could do to play a trick on us, though. He could give some basic three second answer and go, see, I did it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but how often do I do that? You know, I have the gift of gab. I, 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 all right. I'll go with the over two, brother. I okay. got to go. He just hasn't scored. So, all right. you ready? Let's go. All right. You get to ask the question, okay. and then he gets 10 seconds. Okay. Uh, in classic French cooking, what are the mother sauces? Ooh. Go. Um, Demi-glace, velouté, bechamel, tomato, and hollandaise. Crushed it. Add? 4.7. Jesus! Yes! We can't, we can't. Oh, that was fabulous. I was thinking, I, I, you know, it's funny. He paused, right? And I'm going, he doesn't know it. I and, can't And then win. he was like, but I should have known he was like the cat that swallowed the I, canary because he was like grinning ear to ear. I like he, 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 he paused and he closed his eyes. And I was like, oh, he's got this. <laughs> well, it's funny. That's a question that I would ask um, people that I was interviewing. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was a chef hiring, if somebody comes in, hey, I'm a saute cook. I went to culinary school. I've got 20 years of experience. <laughs> Great. What are the five uh, mother sauces? And I'd get weird uh, uh, ketchup, barbecue, <laughs> mayonnaise. And, you know, so uh, I was chuckling to myself because I, I thought to myself, um, there's so many ways to answer this, but I'm going to nail it in four seconds. You know what I've learned? <laughs> Whatever I come up with to wager, just go the opposite. <laughs> it's just how it always was. Last night I was like, oh, Georgetown's lost 29 straight Big East games. Easy loss. No, they won. Chef's not going to get it. Yeah. He does. Just think the opposite. Yeah, just think the opposite. Whatever I say, dude, just go the opposite. Yep. You'll be very wealthy, man. Well, Mike, thank you. That was a lot of fun. Chef, good job. Kudos, buddy. Yeah. yeah, you know, that, and you did it quick, man. Spot on. Love it. All right, everybody. Well, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we totally enjoyed having Avelina on the show. Uh, tune in next week for this dream house next Saturday, 104.3 The Fan, 8 a.m. We'll see you guys all next week.